Hello, friends. Good morning, good morning. Uh, we have a conversation today that is needed. Um, as the end times are becoming closer to the end, these conversations are the ones that need to be had. What do you think the number one uh, the number one plan, the number one, I'm always at a loss for words, the number one plan of the Antichrist spirit is on this earth is to silence those in Christ, those who speak, is to silence the voice of God. There's two important things that, that we need to understand. Number one is that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1.1. 1, 1. Let's hear that again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, was with God, and the Word was God. Understand that. The true Word is God. So, Understand that, and then understand that in Proverbs it says that the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The reverence of God is just the beginning to much wisdom. Because in order for you to grow in true wisdom, you must understand who God is. You will never understand fully who God is, but you must reverence Him above man, especially he is the ruler of all the universe. Now, there is a ruler on earth that is the father of lies. But he doesn't have true dominion. He just has access to Rome. But if you are to... As Christ has said, receive the kingdom of God. Receive the truths that God has spoken. You must first understand that who God is. Because this ties in with the, the talk from the, the other day about pride. Men always tries to exalt himself above God and others, not that it's not understandable because we live within our own bodies, but that it's not conducive to everlasting life because we did not breathe our in, into ourselves our consciousness, our, our consciousness, our, our, our soul that God did. Therefore, he has established a way of life. Uh, so when we continue to be sidetracked from the core foundation of truth, and, and we continue to be swayed by, by all matters, all manners of doctrines, then we are... We are um, working through the means of the flesh, 
the weaker part of man, okay? So what we do see is that what is happening at the utmost degree is that people are trying to silence the Word of God. And, and the worst aspect of this is that it's many times from people in the church who claim to be Christian. Now, we've already hit, I, in my YouTube videos, we've hit on the subject of the wheat and the chaff, where Christ speaks on the separation of the wheat and the chaff, and which is the real and the fake within the church. Now, I do know we're going through that pro process as we speak, but if you see someone or hear someone trying to silence the Word of God in the guise, under the guise of, well, you didn't say that nice enough. You know, that, that is not loving. Well, no, that's not how God said it. Okay. I don't mean that's not how God said it. I mean, don't use that tone of voice. It's not loving, right? Or, I mean, there's all sorts of ways that people try to silence the voice of God. Right now in our culture is the political correctness that has permeated every institution. And that's why we see a very weakened state, crime increase and um, suicides, all these kind of things that are bringing a, in an unstable society. So, but beware, because and let's also get something else clear. This is to those who are in the church who proclaim, no, just, just that's not loving. Okay, let, let's try to clear that up. If this is, again, why it's most important to only when someone speaks anything, anything, any, anybody that you, you're taking the time to listen to, your number one question needs to be, is that true? It, it doesn't need to be any other question, but is it true what they're telling me? Okay, because much deception is, is on the rise, uh, as the Bible indicated it would be. So is it true? Well, how can you know if something's true? You have to be under the guidance of Jesus Christ. You have to believe that what he says is what it is and, and read what he has to say. When you sit at his feet and you hear what he has to say daily, you will, you will not be easily swayed or deceived, okay, first of all. So when anyone speaks... All you need to ask is, is that true? You don't need to say, well, did you say it correctly? Was your tone right? Are you being nice? That is part of the Antichrist spirit. Because you're completely distracted with, with, with the wrong thing. As Jesus indicated with Martha and Mary. Oh, you're distracted, you're distracted with many things. But Mary has chosen the right, the right thing. And so... We have, the culture has trained us, the media has trained us to keep our eyes, what do they call that, the red herring fallacy, where your eyes are everywhere and distracted on everything other than where it really needs to be, okay? So, that is the only question we need to ask ourselves. Is what this person's saying true? 
and seek to, to make sure it is. Uh, not, did they sugarcoat it enough? Did this offend me? Those things don't matter. Be, truth matters because truth is, shit, is the reality. Truth is reality, okay? You can't live in unreality and and think that you will overcome or, or, or build anything. I mean, you have to have a solid foundation to build to build something on. So, and I'm trying to think of my, my, my point, my, my, another point here, because you have to ask, is it true? Uh, because uh, the, it's, the people in the church are more concerned with, are we being offensive whenever the world has already declared God defense, uh, offensive? We've already there, we have a, a rebelliousness against God, so there's not a real way to bring the word of God without offending someone. Okay, now what we we can't do is twist the words of God, or 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 lie about the words of God. Okay, and what the world would have us do is look at the world as all victims. And that we must, and they want, our, want us to look at ourselves as victims too, because as long as we stay in a victim mentality, we're in a weakened state, they can be the ones that put themselves in the savior position. That's how it works with the Antichrist spirit. But when when you have people in the church that are like, no, all the sinners are helpless and weak. and Well, the Bible says that he has equipped us with eternity in our hearts, with a consciousness that, that is equipped to, we, we, we know right from wrong. Like it's something we know from birth uh, that we have a conscience in us. So it, it, God equipped us to seek him, but he gave us th- the free will to choose to do that. Um, and so when, when, when we pretend that, and I see how they're, these antichrist spirits are working within the church. They're they're going through the politically correct avenue that that we should all be victims and we have to handle each other with such fragile care. When God called us victors and the truth will set us free and that no matter how the truth comes to you, as long as it's true, there will be a level of freedom that comes with it, period. There's no other way around that. And freedom is power, okay? And of course, the Antichrist spirit doesn't want anybody empowered with truth. So this whole aspect in the church of people, you got to feel sorry for people if they have a certain skin color. You have to feel sorry for people if they uh, are are highly addicted and, 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 they're, and they're going down a path that is destroying their family. You have to feel sorry for them. trying to enable the very things that are hurting the person that are causing harm in their society now we have to have great compassion and mercy not and not just for everybody else but ourselves grace compassion and mercy to know that the the flesh is weak and the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak but that we have god 
that all things through Christ are possible. So uh, truth tells us that, yes, through God, I can do all things with God working through me. So you bring the truth to empower and to break strongholds that are weakening the person. And so that's why it, it, these people that, that, well, you have to say it a certain way. The Bible is clear that if you're in Christ, you're, you are to speak boldly. And every one of the apostles spoke boldly. And so did Jesus Christ. Be, there's no other way to speak. Because if you believe what you're speaking is truth, there's no other way to speak but clear and confidently. The fact that they want you to weaken it and 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 just act like what you're having, what you're holding in your hands is not something of great value. I mean, there is no treasure but Jesus Christ. There is no word but what God has spoken. And, and it's like we want to pacify everyone, glorify people and not God. And that's why it's important to understand that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom because we don't own anything. God owns everything. And that's why it's important that he must be known as, as the revered one. Because his words are everlasting, as the Bible clearly indicates, because God is, and they're pure and they're true. So there, there is no way to speak truth but to plainly speak it. And there is no time or place, but at all times or places. In other words, people want to keep allotting times and places and, and certain circumstances that you could speak the truth. But yet you could speak the world's lies every day, all day. It's not that this world was not built on, on or created or come into existence by its lies. It came into existence by the word of God. And his word should be proclaimed not only in our hearts daily, but out in the world daily. There is, I mean, to, to say otherwise is to imply that you don't believe he is who he says he is. Okay. Another point I want to make is about whenever, you know, Jesus Christ says to deny yourself. Okay. Now that's a whole, it's a deep thing there. Uh, we know that he's saying deny your pride. Deny the part that has rebelled against God that doesn't understand the eternal things of God and, and turn your spirit onto me. I allow, put, you know, open your heart for me to be Lord of your life and remove what you have declared Lord already, which is ourselves. But, um, here, here's the thing that I noticed with, with humanity especially here in America, we idolize every person that is the top of their field. And it don't matter who it is. But we idolize athletes. We idolize entertainers. And understanding that these people had to deny themselves to be where they're at, to achieve the, the goal that they have achieved. They had to deny themselves sleep, certain foods, certain relationships. They couldn't, you know, athletes, they go in strict, strict diets. 
and their mindset has to be constantly uh, equipped and prepared to do what it does to get to where it's going, right? But yet when, and we idolize them, we want to emulate them. We, we think, oh, wow, what a great person. But yet when Christ says, deny yourself in order to achieve what God has for you, we mock, we laugh, we scorn. Does that, does that make sense? If we weren't so hypocritical, <laughs> um, you know, I, w- I would take, I would take into consideration more of what we say. But I, I, that's why I say I always go to Christ's words. I think the church itself at, right now in this hour needs to just literally go to Christ's words. We don't need all the denominations. There's only one God, and he only has one word. And I'm not worried about, well, I see it this way, I see it that way. Well, start with the core that man has rebelled against God. Christ has come that we may reconcile ourselves to God. Let's start there. And let's see what everything that he has to say, because really, there really isn't much room for different interpretations. There, there just isn't. Now, certain things in the scripture we may never know, because, I mean, through eternity, God is going. God is so powerful, so much to God that we could spend all of eternity getting to know Him, and so. But we're talking about the core message of Christ. And so every other message that correlates with his message will still have to come from his core message. <laughs> so it still has to, to be cohesive. So you can't go too far off of the fact that man has rebelled against God, that man has pride and that he chooses his way over the way of God, even though we were created for one way. So anyway, that that is my message today because we have left the gate wide open for the Antichrist spirit to move all through the church, and he's doing a really good job of keeping the truth from being spoken. Now, Another thing that people have to realize is people, that as long as, as the message is true, because the, the, God offends people just by being God, because people don't want to be accountable, accountable to God. And we see that people want, they lack accountability. They want to, they don't even know their identity. They love their, to blur the lines, but yet they're so miserable within themselves and have no grounding or foundation. And that's why we see the growth in mental health issues and, and all these horrible things that are increasing. Um, but th- now when we talk in condemnation, that's the message we are not to speak. That is not the message of Christ. If someone says there's no hope for you, that's called condemnation. And that is a lie because there's hope for every living being. There's hope for every living being, and that is the gospel. That is the hope that we find in Christ. So, but for the message of please turn, turn, turn back, turn to God, if that is the offensive message, so be it, because it is the message of this world. 
we are not called to condemn. We are to bring the message of hope. And that is to the ones who can receive it, who are in humility. Okay. But when we have the people in the church trying to even quench the voice of God under the guise of niceness and political correctness, they're working with the Antichrist. Because truly the only the only thing we need to know is the Word of God to establish us. So that is my message today. And I'm I'm working on an I'm been reading in John right now, the book of John, and I have a, a message from uh, from Christ tomorrow, Christ's message uh, tomorrow. But this is just something that needed to be said, because if we keep blurring the lines of what is true. And, 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 and try to mix it up with the culturally acceptable way of speaking it, it's never going to be spoken. And, that, and that's, that's the plan, isn't it? Let's just not speak it, right? Because we're going to offend somebody. Like, what? What? Are, are, we, are we here for the, to, to glorify God? And, you know, that's the difference. Either you're, you're either glorifying the the world or you're glorifying God and the world is just like our flesh it's passing away so I'd rather invest my energy in the eternal things with greater reward and that that's the message for today I think it's long enough think on it pray on it and have a blessed day